There is a candle in every soul. You're listening to Lit Speak with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. Some dark and cold. There is a spirit who brings a fire, ignites a candle, and makes his own. Morning and welcome. Here we praise the truth in God's creation through the ideas inspired by human imagination. During this hour, we hope to ignite your candle, that you may use it to brighten the darkest corners in your world. morning again you're listening to literally speaking right here on blog talk radio and the road less traveled internet ministries we're excited that you have decided to join us on this journey and we invite you to listen for an idea that will inspire you to tap into your imagination today is tuesday april 28th and how was your week derek yeah <laughs> How's that for imagination? Well, right it there? sounds like you're not too inspired this morning. We're I have, have to come to literally speaking to be inspired. That's that's what it is. I need to be uh, I need to be inspired. So All right, I, I, well, I will give you something that will inspire you. Then. I can't wait. Okay, last night. Oh, good. Okay. My husband and I, and my daughter. Yeah. And fiance. Yeah. Had the privilege of going to our granddaughter's awards for academic excellence. Oh, academic awards. Yes, and she received her award. All of the students had carried a 3.5 or better Uh grade point average for these past three semesters. Yeah. And of course, being in seventh grade, that's exciting. Absolutely, yeah. She's well on her way to... Yes. To success someday. Oh, good for and her! She was excited, and it was a it was a nice evening. So we very much enjoyed that. There was a lady who spoke, was the guest speaker, and she graduated from Los Animas High School. And of course, Los Animas is this little tiny no nowhere kidding. town. Yes, but she had obtained a degree, and I can't recall. I believe in social work, and then a master's in counseling. Oh, really? And received an award once again. I won't get this right either. For I believe the best guidance counselor sure. in uh-huh. the state or something, but she was then invited to go to the White House and really she attended an event with Michelle Obama where they talked about education and wow. plans for the uh-huh. future and they have certain goals for the class of 2020, which of course is Madison's right, class. Right, which is Madison's so class. Was, That's it was right. Very exciting. She she tried to emphasize to the kids that. Just because you come from a small, nowhere little dinky town, that doesn't mean that you don't have wonderful opportunities ahead. So right. It was, it was a very enjoyable yeah. evening. So did that inspire yep. you at all? I am I am absolutely <laughs> inspired now. I can't tell you how inspired I am. Hey, I am inspired. I know you're going to mention the 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 websites, but I am inspired. I am inspired about our. Yes, our new yes, mobile we page. Have something new. <laughs> yes, we tell our inspiring. listeners every week how how we can be found, and I can be found at my main website, which mm-hmm. is 
Sheen, S-H-E-N-E dot com. But thanks to the expertise of my co-host here and his hey, it's exciting, fantastic isn't it? brain, <laughs> yeah, okay. I now have a mobile website also, which is accessible on your smartphone, your iPhone, your iPad, all those gadgety yes. things that we can't live without. Uh-huh. The address for that is M as in mom dot litspeak, all one word, L-I-T-S-P-E-A-K dot com. So go to there and you will Yeah, you can do all you kinds will of be things. able to navigate much easier on your You can listen to the, uh, the blog talk show. Yeah, then, yeah absolutely. you can even listen to the show. You can sign up for our giveaway, which we'll be talking about later. Yeah. So there's all kinds of cool things that you can do now. And everybody does it on I mean everybody that's how everybody, that's how everybody moves communicates and moves and breathes days. now yes. through there. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, on our previous shows, listeners, you've heard us refer to ACFW, it's the American, which is the American Christian Fiction Writers Group from time to time here on the show. And that brings us to the introduction of today's guest, Cynthia Rookty. Rookty, there you go. Sorry, Cynthia is the <laughs> author of 15 books, both fiction and nonfiction, with more under contract. She wrote and produced a radio broadcast, The Heartbeat of the Home, that aired for 33 years. Ah, that's amazing. I think we'll make it three. <laughs> uh, you might. <laughs> she, <I'm not. laughs> she, she also has several magazine article publications to her credit. She thoroughly enjoys helping other writers grow their writing skills, and to that end, she has taught and served on staff at several writing conferences. Cynthia is not only a member of ACFW, but she serves as a professional relations liaison for the organization, and we'll find out just what that I was means gonna, from Cynthia. Yeah, I was going to ask exactly, what does that mean? In the meantime, <laughs> welcome to the show, Cynthia. Thank you so much. It's such a privilege and a joy to be here. Well, we're we're excited to have you. I just have to I have to say, if if she was a uh, Cynthia, if you were on the radio for thirty three years, you what started when you were five or <laughs> yeah, something. that's exactly right. We yes, yes if, if only we could. <laughs> every time that that statistic is told, I'm thinking everyone's doing math to wonder how <laughs> old is yeah, this woman doing you know? your, yeah doing it on your fingers and everything, thinking boy, I carry yeah. the what is that? You know, <laughs> right. speaking of that, let me relate back real quick to this mm-hmm. awards thing last night. Yeah. They announced at the beginning that this, that the awards had been in existence for 27 years. This is uh-huh. the 27th one. And my daughter leaned over and said, I can't remember ever going to one of these. I guess I wasn't <laughs> smart enough. And my granddaughter says, well, Mom, they didn't start it until 27 years ago. Maybe you <laughs> Maybe got out of school before they started oh, them. Oh, my. She just kind of looked at it like, oh, my. seriously? Yeah. I bet she was just thrilled about that statement. Yeah. Yeah. You you graduated more than 27 years ago, Mom. But that is, that's a long time, 33 years to be on on radio. Yes, I was quite impressed when I read that. Is there any way that that we could listen to archive shows on that, uh, Cynthia? We were not able to archive the shows um, in, in, in whole pieces, partly because we also incorporated music and the the um, and you know the um, BMI right. and ASCAP. Sure, the rights to the music. Um, yeah. The rights to the music were taken care of by the radio stations that we that we were air where we aired for all mm-hmm. those years, so that we were unable then to archive them in the traditional sense. But it's interesting that a lot of the 
teaching and a lot of the the lessons learned and the life lessons that were incorporated into those radio broadcasts are finding their way into story form in um in the in my public in my publishing life now with um mm-hmm. novels and novellas and devotions so it's uh it that's been an exciting way to see that same kind of ministry keep on but in a different method i think it's also a um and inspiring, if we're going to use that word, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a way to get inspired and get out of our eh kind of kind of weeks that we've had sometimes to think about how life doesn't always turn out exactly as you thought it would. We all know that to be so true, but even in the career paths that we take or the opportunities that are set in front of us, sometimes this opportunity for the radio was set in front of me. Uh, way back when I was a, a, a young mom taking care of my young kids. And my radio partner, who happened to be my neighbor at the time, was raising high schoolers. And by the time we were done, then her kids were grown and gone and had children of their own. And so then she was in the grandchildren stage. And my kids grew up through the time that we were working on the radio broadcast to and then God turned my path a little bit and um, from the radio into publishing, but with that same heart and with that same desire to share a hope that can transform lives. So, so I think, and, and I pray that that would be an inspiration to others who maybe feel stuck in where they are right now or they're not sure this is everything that God planned for them and and how they are intended to uh, use the gifts that they've been given, um, just to just to let them know, keep hanging in there and keep being faithful, and you never know what that next phase might look like. Mm. Exactly. I yeah. never dreamed that I'd be doing this right now. <laughs> You're a great example of that, are. Patty. Yeah. A great example. And I want to give a shout out to small dinky towns, too, because I, I come Yay! from, Yay! I live out Outside of a town of 800 people, and Ooh, in the okay. in the heart of Wisconsin, and the things that God has been able to do, and the opportunities He's put in my path, um, in spite of that uh, very humble setting in which we live, and be, and in spite of the fact too that many of these things that I have stepped into now are not things that I ever anticipated. Certainly, even with the radio, I wasn't trained or equipped or or ready or even looking for that opportunity but um so i so this is part of the this is part of the story for those who will be listening to and especially in regard to american christian fiction writers they may have only a spark of one idea for one book and not know what to do with it and if they're if they're looking for a place where they can plug in and find those next steps in their journey this is part of the answer this is the next next topic I wanted to discuss with you, Cynthia. You do have a substantial list of books and articles and, and awards to your credit, and you gave us a little inkling of how that got started for you. But also, since you became active in ACFW, how has that organization helped you grow as a writer? I often say to people that I really don't know that I would be published at all today if it weren't for American Christian fiction writers. There are other writer conferences that I've attended that have been so helpful. One of the conferences that I attended, um, 
a member, a founding member of ACFW attended that conference also and said, if you're serious about writing fiction, you really need to plug into, it was called at that time, American Christian Romance Writers, ACRW. Yes, I remember. It, <laughs> yes, and it had started with a group of, I think, six women who were writing inspirational fiction, but they didn't feel that they had any kind of community with the writer's out there that didn't understand their heart for wanting to have hope and and faith and um, and those other elements that are so critical to understanding a well-rounded life, and uh, they they weren't necessarily finding that in their other writer friend communities. So they sure. they formed American Christian, what we know today as American Christian Fiction Writers. Its name was changed in 2004, I believe, to ACFW so that it could incorporate a broader range of genres and a broader range of types of authors as well. So now there are authors who are male, female, within the United States, across the borders, around the world, um, because the organization primarily is an online organization. So we have local chapters that help, and we can get into some of those details later, but it's a a service, really. And for myself, in my, my personal history, I began in the early days, and maybe you did too, Patty, I began by lurking and listening and watching what all these wonderful authors were taking the time to share with those of us who who didn't know the first thing about writing fiction in this way. Uh, I'll back up just a little bit. When I wrote for Christian Radio, I wrote a a 15-minute daily broadcast, and the first part of the broadcast was the slice of life seen from everyday life, which I now look back and realize that was writing fiction, narration, and dialogue for all those years. And mm-hmm. then there was a musical interlude and then devotional thoughts, which was writing nonfiction for all those years. So I had my foot in both worlds kind of for for that whole period of time. But writing for radio, as we all know, is different than writing a, a full-length novel. I needed to be challenged in so many ways, and I needed to find answers to even formatting questions and and how do you how do you sustain a story and keep the reader's inf- interest when it goes on for three hundred pages or yes. four hundred yeah. pages. <laughs> the sagging middle they talk about. <laughs> the sagging middle. So there were so many of those very practical details that I learned about as I watched and I listened, and then I got involved. A little bit and then I got involved a little bit more and took all the online courses that I could take and um, if someone mentioned on the email loop of communication if someone mentioned a, a good craft book to help me learn better about the concept of point of view or um, show don't tell or grammar needs or the places that I might be weak because all of us writers have very definite strengths but some weaknesses too that need to have those gaps plugged and filled in so that we can uh, tell the best story possible. Throughout that whole course of time, I just kept building and building and building this arsenal of information and also the the inspiration that I was going to need if 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 this was going to be part of my life in the future. Can I relate a little story that's kind of on a on a personal bent? Um, Absolutely. Okay. This 
in um, 2008, in September of 2008, I was right on the verge of saying, um, God, this is a lot of hard work, and if this isn't what you want for me, I am happy to lay it down. I did not, I, I was a storyteller, but I had no idea really in the beginning, and I think few of us do, uh, the amount of work and the intensity of work it is to do this well. So I was kind of in one of those places, and we authors go in and out of that kind of mode, and a part of sure it is do. because we're, we have creative minds and our imaginations go in good places sometimes and into discouraging places at other times. So I was on the verge of that place of, I will lay this down happily if this is not what you want. And that was the beginning of September of 2008, and it by the end of October of 2008, I had uh, both uh, an agent and my first contract. Wow. And then in <laughs> November of 2008, there was this tremendous surprise that I was nominated for a um, a a role on the board of ACFW. We had an operating board at that time. It's a different format now. but So I started off 2009 with getting ready for uh, writing, finishing up this novel and um, working with an agent and was president of ACFW from my little place eight miles outside of a small, dinky little town in central Wisconsin. And so... All of those things just go to show that um, the persistence and the training and the willing to, willingness to lay it all down and be obedient to what God wants us to do was all part of it. And all of that came through this, the interaction with the other authors within American Christian Fiction Writers and taking advantage of what it has to offer. Wow. Like, like I told you, Earlier, Cynthia, I'm also from a very small area, and my closest ACFW chapter is up in Colorado Springs, which is, it's a 250-mile round trip Mm -hmm. for me. So it is kind of interesting, though, that I was one of the first four that got that chapter started. Really? I did not know that. secretary, yeah. And this is back several years ago. Well, then things kind of went south with my husband's health and I mm-hmm. just couldn't get up there while well, I was going to Colorado Springs more than I wanted. Yeah, I was going to say, you were, getting, to. Yeah, yeah. you were getting up there, so just not for the reasons up, you wanted. Exactly, <laughs> so going up for those meetings was just kind of out of the question, but <clears throat> this year I have made it to every meeting, <clears throat> excuse me, I uh-huh. except for the April retreat. I didn't make it to that, oh, which oh, I yeah. would have enjoyed because I would have seen some of my friends from the Denver area that I know from ACFW, but it just didn't mm-hmm. work out this year. But anyway, now I lost my train of thought of what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I, I would love to get a chapter started down this way, but somehow it, it's just not coming together. I don't know. Maybe the fact that we live so far apart. Yeah. I mean, our, where I am here at the studio is 25 miles from my town. Right. Uh, the closest town from there is 36 miles right. east. And then, of course, you've got Eads up north, which is, what, another 40, 50 miles? And it's just really difficult. I'm yeah, not saying not, it won't happen someday, yeah. but it it just seems like it's not feasible right now. But what I did want to say is I enjoy the online camaraderie. Mm-hmm, that's exactly. a way to pronounce that word. Mm-hmm. I, I'm involved in, in the mailing loop, and what I wanted to mention was that the support is phenomenal. For example, mm-hmm. 
as you know, Cindy, we have. Well, let's let's tell our listeners how many members we have now. Yeah. We had said we started out with six. Right. Tell our members what we have now. Six. Six members in the beginning, and now we're in the neighborhood of 2,700 members. And that's growing all the time, and sometimes people will, will be a part of the group, and then they have to back off for, of necessity for some reason for a while. So that number fluctuates quite often. But, um, but we're in the neighborhood of 2,700, pressing upward of that, and, and um, heading towards 3,000 members. And they really are wrapped around the world. And it's such a joy to have the technology that we have available to us now so that there can be so much that's accomplished online and that that those friendships that are built and the support that you're talking about. I can have some of my – I can have a critique partner who's in on the other side of the world. I can have someone who's exactly. helping, helping me with research that I'm having a difficult time finding um, – and and ask one question either on either on the email loop or through the genre loops. We have um, a genre page uh, for just about every genre that's available in Christian fiction mm-hmm. on our Facebook now. So that's how there are, there are people who maybe are all interested in writing historical romance who are able to exchange ideas and give one another support not only on the writing but also in public publishing details or marketing details or all the things that go along with this vast um vast amount of information and and um resources that are not only available to us, but very much needed for for someone who is serious about writing novels. Cynthia, we have about three minutes before our break. Can you give us? Can you tell our listeners really quick who's eligible to join? Excuse me, eligible to join. What is the cost of membership? Some okay. basic things that folks might want to know, and then we'll go to our break, and we'll be back. Okay, I'm happy to do that. I, I'm going to start with ACFW's mission because that might be a foundation that will help with this too. Right. ACFW's mission is to advance Christian fiction by inspiring writers to join with God in the creative process, training them in the craft, and educating them in the publishing industry. So the very first requirement, if if you would say that, is anybody can join who is who wants to learn how to write christian fiction or is involved in writing christian fiction we also have editors agents publicists and and others who are involved in the process of producing uh christian fiction but there the um age limit is I think I think they talk about the age of 14 being I kind so. of on the, yeah. on the lower end just because of the fact that of some of what some of the discussions are and the level of the discussions that have to take place in order to be the best benefit but they're also we're also looking all the time for ways to bring in the younger writers and possibly we in one conference I know we had a specific track for young writers and we're all the time looking for ways that we can increase that so, um, and there are so many, the opportunities available are very wide, and we may have to save that for after the break. Yeah, but the probably co- better. <laughs> okay, the oh. cost of membership is $65 for the first year, and renewal is only $45. So there is a... Um, of which There's I need a... to send my check soon. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew you didn't send the check yet. 
So the when you think about all that's offered, which we'll talk about later, that is a great bargain and what an investment Absolutely. in in a writer's life. Yeah. Right. Well, before yeah. we go to break, I do want to tell our listeners where Cynthia can be found on the web. She has a website, which is www.cynthiarupti.com, mm-hmm. and her name is spelled R-U-C-H-T-I, her last name, first name, Cynthia, C-Y-N-T-H-I-A. Cynthia can also be found on Facebook, look for Cynthia Rupti, and on Twitter, she is at Cynthia Rupti. So I'm sure Cynthia would enjoy to have any of you who are listening today join up with her online, just as I love having you join Mm -hmm. up with me online. So I just want to remind our listeners before we go to our break that we are, that you are listening to Literally Speaking on Blog Talk Radio. And our guest today is Cynthia Rukti, and Cynthia is giving us some insight into the wonderful organization known as ACFW, or American Christian Fiction Writers. We have some more questions for Cynthia when we come back, and we'll also discuss her writing a little bit. And of course, when we come back, we will announce our giveaway from two weeks ago. Two we'll weeks explain ago, yeah. why that <laughs> happened, and we'll also... Later on in the show, we'll have a brand new giveaway, which is always exciting. So we'll be back with you in about four to five minutes. Two roads diverged in a wood. And I took the one less traveled. And that has made all the difference. The road less traveled Internet Ministries. Derek and George Live. Becoming Christlike. Salo and Hutch. All stops on the road. The road of enlightenment. The road of discovery. Join us each Thursday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Time and Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Mountain Time as we invite you to join us on a journey. A journey on the road less traveled. Right here on Blog Talk Radio. If you watch a game, it's fun. If you play it, it's recreation. But if you work at it, it's golf. A golf course should aspire to generate as much energy as it consumes. And four miles north of Marion, Indiana is a golf course that does just that. 6,690 yards of pure energy... Arbor Trace Golf Club is a course that's beauty is matched only by its bite. A course that can test not only the steel of one's nerves, but the metal of their irons. It's a course for the beginner who desires to learn the game as well as the player who is ready to challenge it. So whether you're looking to play just for the fun of the game or the opportunity to work hard on it, Arbor Trace Golf Club is the course for you. Give Arbor Trace Golf Club a shot, because in golf, the most important shot you ever make is the next one. Stay connected to what matters most 
with high-speed service from Seacomb. For the home, we offer access where you need it most. Whether you're looking for high-speed internet or an in-home voice package or both, Seacom has your house covered. Send emails, download music, and surf the web with the fastest service in Southeast Colorado. Our two-way wireless connections offer download speeds of up to 15 megabytes, but with a fiber connection, the sky is the limit. For the business, Seacom offers voice plans, broadband internet, BSL, and Ethernet circuits. Our fully integrated Metro Ethernet platform segregates your data traffic logically at the switch, avoiding the latency of multiple routers and quality of service overhead. With only a single router between you and our nationwide backbone carriers, you really will experience the Internet at the speed of light. We also offer point-to-point -point data links to connect all of your business locations. And if you're looking for carrier-grade data transport or dark fiber, look no further than Seacom's extensive privately-owned fiber network. We own and maintain our own network with more than 1,200 miles of fiber and growing throughout southeast Colorado. So whether you're looking for dark fiber, for cable, a dedicated corporate network, or carrier-grade data transport. Seacom has the answers. Visit us at seacom.net or call us at 1-800-657-7149. Seacom, world-class communications right in your backyard. Hello to all of Derek's listeners. Thanks, Derek, for giving me time to share my heart's passion, encouraging cancer, long-term illness patients, and their families. Gilead is an outreach that encourages over 2,400 people in 38 states. Our goal is to bring hope and help to those on the journey through the unknowns of treatment, family stress, and spiritual questions. One such story is Eric, whose senior year in high school was interrupted by the cancer that he was diagnosed with, interrupting a three-sport high school year. It changed his life and his perspective. Today, Eric's family oversees a foundation helping to find a cure. We're currently in our 15th year. would love to have you as a partner, either as a volunteer or a gift financially. Look for us on Facebook at Gilead Ministries. Welcome back to This Week with Patty Sheen on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to Litspeak and the Roadless Travel Internet Ministries. We are visiting with Cynthia Rookti, who is an author and also the professional relations liaison for American Christian Fiction Writers. Mm -hmm. That's but a before, big name. I know. Well, before <laughs> we, we get back to talking with Cynthia, we always announce the winner of our giveaway. Some of you who were listening last week know that we were unable to do a new show due to an internet outage in our yeah. area. So this giveaway is actually from two weeks ago when two books were offered by Lighthouse Publishing of the Carolinas when we had Rowena Quo on. Yeah. Oh, that's on right. It was Rowe. Yeah, that's Ro, right. She had talked about mm -hmm. screenwriting and and producing and directing, but she worked with Lighthouse Publishing of mm -hmm. the Carolinas, and they had offered two books. And those books were Whiskey Sunrise by John Turney and Crossing into the Mystic by D.L. Coombs. Mm -hmm. And our winner was Dixie Hutchison. Yay! Yay! Who happens to be Derek's dad. And yes, I do. I, no, my mom. I'm Derek's mom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, Derek's I dad's do wife. Re use random.org <laughs> so it's not fixed, despite the fact that Derek tries to say so because he never wins. That's right. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. But anyway, I think Dixie was kind of thrilled because yes. she, uh, she's got some health problems. Yeah, she's going on down. Right a little bit, really so, so I was so glad that it was her that 
that yeah. won the. Uh, and we were able to announce deal. her name the, the, the next week. So yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, so Dixie, I hope you're listening because it's yeah. always fun to hear your name announced over the radio. Yeah. Well, sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not always. but <laughs> Except if it's some sort of police bulletin yeah, or something exactly like that. Yeah, that's never good. Yeah. Well, boy, I'll tell you what. We have a lot of things I'd love to ask Cynthia in very little time. So we better Let's get, get to it. it. First of all, Cynthia, I'm sure listeners have been wondering, just as Derek and I have, and we haven't got to this question yet, what is your role as professional relations liaison for ACFW? What does that mean? How did you achieve the position, and what does your role entail? <laughs> so, Well, when, as, uh, as ACFW was getting um, deeper and deeper into an understanding of what God had called it to, what has God called this particular organization to, and that how that changes too as the publishing climate changes and and um, as we are trying to make sure that we're offering our members as much as we possibly can of what they'll need, both educationally and inspirationally in their in the work that they've been called to do, uh, we realized that that there was one element missing, and that was to find a way to help retailers, which we know the retail industry, especially with books and Christian books in particular, has had its struggles over the years, just as many other industries or businesses have had as the economy comes and goes in health and ill health. And also with libraries and book clubs and uh, reading groups and with the readers themselves. So we wanted to build some bridges, some relational bridges between ACFW and retailers and independent retailers and libraries and those book clubs that I was talking about. And uh, we needed a person who was going to be able to take that role. And the role very much interested me. As I finished my, my term as president of ACFW, the role very much interested me and the ideas began to flow and I was I really feel blessed to have been um, chosen to to step into that role, which has grown over the years. There there's a lot that I do now with regard to the kind of work that a, a public relations person would do as well with press releases and um, and those uh, contacts and representing the organization in industry events and things like uh, the International Christian Re- Retail Show that will be coming up in June. Um, right. I'm, it's a it's a great great privilege to do that. So my role can be a very heavy duty role some days, a little bit lighter other days, and then then extremely high intensity some other times too keeping records and doing a lot of writing of copy for some of the uh, information that goes out from American Christian fiction writers. I feel it really is a privilege to serve the organization, and uh, I'm, I'm one of its biggest biggest fans. Mm. <laughs> well, when Derek asked me what your – he says, what, what is a professional relation yeah. liaison? I said, she gets to do things like come on and talk to us on the radio. There you go. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. There like, you go. It sounds like yeah. there's an awful lot more to it, Cindy. And mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you for your service to ACFW because without folks like you, it would not be the organization that it is. And I was going to bring up earlier what helps me the most is the the whole online thing because like we talked about I'm I'm far away from the mainstream. For example, I had a grammar question the other day and I put that question out on that email loop and I think within 5 minutes I had like 20 answers. No so yeah, I mean really? people were just great about responding and and supporting and so such and and the 
genre groups. I was in the 19th century group for a long time. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm hoping to write someday. Right. 19th century. Mm-hmm. And I loved it, but I just, the time just, I had to back off on some things, you know. Yeah, and that's but, the great thing about it. Uh, you yeah, know, being on the be, internet. It's all archived. Right. And I don't even know if I mentioned the ACFW website, which I mm-hmm. meant to do earlier. It was, I think it was up there on a slide earlier. But for for folks who want to know, it is www.acfw.com. Very easy to remember. Mm-hmm. And there is just, a, oh, my goodness, a yeah. wealth of information on that site. You could spend yeah. days A true plethora of, yes, of knowledge. Yes, a plethora of information and knowledge <laughs> and support. Yes. And it's just wonderful. And speaking of yeah. support... Cynthia, there's just a buzz in ACFW right now, and of course it's going to get louder and louder as September comes because we have our national conference coming up, and that's yeah. always an exciting time. You want to tell us a little bit about that? I'd be happy to. In in some ways, it's kind of a microcosm and an explosion of everything that goes on during the year yes. in ACFW with that same kind of support and education, but it's in this wonderful conference where, oh, five to six to seven hundred um, uh, not necessarily members, but some are members and some are people who just are interested in the concept of ACFW, come to the conference, they attend the conference, they get high-quality instruction, they get some great keynoters. We've had some just wonderful keynoters over the year, years who have inputted into our lives and in some ways really changed the course of either how we're writing or why we're writing. So that, that has been all... Um, such an important part of the conference. We have the gala banquet at the end of the conference that awards the um, the um, winners of the the honors for some of the conferences, or excuse me, some of the contests mm-hmm. and awards that that ACFW is a part of, which we can talk about in a minute too. It's these three days that are intense, packed full of everything that you could possibly <laughs> need to know Absolutely. or to inspire you to get involved in ACFW even deeper and learn throughout the year or two. But it's a it's the largest fiction conference in the world devoted specifically to Christian fiction. It is also we have the largest number of editors and agents representing the uh, literary agencies and the publishing houses that publish Christian fiction. We have the largest amount of representatives from those places in at our conference. It's a quality conference, and it's held in usually it's held in a um, uh, not just a major city but a major airport hub, which is important. Yeah. And this year it's in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Yep, and That's the right. last time I was to one was in Dallas, and actually I was a Genesis contestant. Oh, have you oh <laughs> wonderful! Finalist. I didn't win, oh. but I was a finalist, and that book unfortunately is still sitting on my computer, <laughs> and my characters <laughs> yell at me. That's right, and, and I'm not going to be the I'm not going to be the one to tell you to leave it in your computer. I would be the one to tell you to dig that out. But <laughs> you and I need to, yeah, have some private conversation. Sit down and talk. We need to have a conversation. Yeah. But there, but through the conference, there are some friendships made that can turn into critique group relationships mm-hmm. also, Definitely. which is another important connection that happens at the conference, too. Many people come, and I want to make, make sure that this is clear, too. There are people who say, I've never written fiction. I'm just interested in writing fiction. Does this 
do I qualify for this sort of thing, for either membership in ECFW or to come to the conference? And we would say wholeheartedly, yes, this is a wonderful place for you to find out, do you have what it takes, and are you interested in the work that will be involved, and is this where you have found your home. So many people say when they attended their very first ACFW conference, they felt like they had finally come home because there were people who understood the way they thought, people who understood the way their imagination worked, and then they were surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses who would help them accomplish their goals in writing. Exactly. And then others would say, I've already published 20 or 30 or 40, 40 books in Christian fiction. I've got novels on my shelves, and they need more bookshelves. And I know what I'm doing. I've been trained. They maybe even have degrees in this sort of thing. Is ACFW for them? And it absolutely is. Not only is every, I haven't talked to one yet, accomplished novelist, Every novelist continues their education. Many of them say that they read a new craft book either every year or every month, even if they've been multi-published. So not only can they continue their education, but it's also a great place for them to give back to the industry by helping those who aren't as far along as they are and nurturing them and mentoring them and uh, bringing them to a place where they feel stronger in um, in their ability to create a great story. Go ahead, Cynthia, I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say that, so then that kind of led to the contests too, but because um, Mentor of the Year is one of the honors that's offered at the gala, and it's just so exciting to see how many people have held that role in the past as uh, taking others under their wing and helping them to grow in the craft. Well, I hate to interrupt you, Cynthia, on this vein, but we do have our giveaway coming up, mm-hmm. and I would love to give you a couple of minutes to talk about the book that we are giving away, which mm-hmm. is written by you, and it is entitled As Water's Gone By. Can you tell us a little bit about that novel? I'd be happy to do that. In this two minutes? Is a novel. <laughs> in two minutes. This is a novel that releases in uh, May, so it's just fresh off the presses. It's just making its way out into the into the reading public right now. But it's the story of a woman whose husband is um, she's try- she's struggling to figure out how to sustain her marriage with her husband in prison. There's this great distance that separates them, both emotionally as well as in miles. And in through the course of this uh, of the story, there's. I came to see that it can apply also to those who maybe have a husband who's deployed or maybe their spouse is an over-the-road trucker, and yet they're trying to sustain a marriage when one of the partners is never home. That's just one element of the book, but it's it's a book that has characters that I think people will fall in love with just like I did. And finding hope when they're in the middle of trauma, they're they're is always hope tucked among the folds of our traumatic incidences in life. And, and I, I hope that people will find that as they read through the story with these, these um, inspiring characters and, and this wrestling match of how is she, are they going to be able to make a home ever again? And I believe, Cynthia, if I'm not mistaken, I read on your website, isn't your kind of your tagline or I saw it somewhere on your website, stories hemmed in hope? Mm. That is that is correct. Everything I, really I like write, that. whether yeah. it's fiction or nonfiction, it's stories hemmed in hope. 
So I, I write women's fiction that's really angsty, um, family angst, if you want to peg it to. It, it can be considered general fiction, contemporary fiction, because there are both men and women who can appreciate the stories and, and see themselves in it. But I really want to dig deep into the emotions, but also dig deep into where hope can be hiding in a place like that. Right. And when we come back from our giveaway, I, I mm-hmm. also want to, I hope I can hold that thought because I have yeah. something I wanted to bring up that we can discuss along yeah. that line. But in the meantime, Cynthia, Yay! we have our Let's Speak Literal Steel of the Week giveaway jingle. Jingle! Derek dug deep into his brain to create. <laughs> So I hope you can appreciate this moment in the show. (laughs) All right, Jim. Oh, I think we're ready to let it go. It's time for Let's Speak Literary Steel of the Week. Simple yet elegant, I believe. I'll tell you, I'm sure it sticks in the mind of every listener who has ever tuned into this show. And that's a truly good tag right there. When you can't get it out of your brain, oh you're gonna goodness. you're gonna be saying that the entire day, Cynthia. It's just gonna be yes. stuck in your head. I have a new earworm, apparently. There you go. One of those things you just can't get out of your brain. I just have to rib him every single week, Cynthia. I just can't help it. I like it. So how do do we go about doing it? Now we need to get serious and talk about how folks win this giveaway. How do you you win this giveaway? Okay. At this point in time, anyway, (laughs) the way way we are running the giveaway Mm -hmm. is that a contestant goes to my website, which is, again, www.pattysheen.com, mm-hmm. and there there is a blog talk radio tab up top. There is a page below that called Literary, Liter- Lit Speak, mm-hmm. Literal Steel of the Week Giveaway, and if a person were to click on that, they would see a link to the show if they'd right. like to listen to the show. If they don't get time to listen to the show, they're welcome to enter the giveaway anyway. Mm-hmm. And there's a nice big picture of Cynthia's book here, which is called As Water's Gone By. And below that, way below that, at the very bottom of the page, is a little button that says Add Comment. So all you do is click on that. You will be asked three questions. The first question is your name. Second question is where you're from, and that can be very generic. You can just name state, country, mm-hmm. whatever, if you're not comfortable leaving your actual town. And the third question, I do need an answer to because it is your email address and is the only way I will be able to get in touch with you to let you know that you won. Please be aware that I do not use your email for any reason other than to contact you. If you're a winner, I don't use it for spam or scam or phishing or anything like that. I I don't keep track of the email addresses. I in fact I delete the whole page once Uh the giveaway is over and this giveaway will be over on Monday May 4th at 8 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. So mm-hmm. you have until then to sign up for the giveaway. The, um, or, the winner is chosen by random.org. Yeah. Or so, the uh, new way is oh, yeah, yeah, the mobile m.litspeak.com. Right. And all you have to do on your phone is just scroll down a little bit and click the little button that says enter the giveaway. Exactly. Yeah. And basically it'll mm-hmm. take you to that page. It'll take yeah. you back to the main website. <laughs> yeah. But at least, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's but right. if you're if you're out and, and listening and, and you think, oh, my gosh, I, all I have is my phone, <laughs> then do it. m.litspeak.com. And readers do need uh, readers. 
listeners do need to be aware also that a comment is not going to appear until I go in and approve it. That's the way the website is is mm-hmm. set up. Sure. So um, if you and usually I go in and and approve them right away, but sometimes if I've been in a position where I just can't log on to the website like mm-hmm. I'm driving down the road or something, mm-hmm. I, I don't get to them for a little while. So please don't be discouraged if you go back and see that your comment's not on there. And I try to answer everybody, so yeah. so go back and see what I had to Enter say. and, and <laughs> you can't win if you don't so, play. So I'm excited to be offering Cynthia's book this yeah. week. Okay, Cynthia, we there only was have some, a... I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to, I'm, I want to say, there was something that was supposed to, you said, I hope I can keep this in my mind after yes, the thing. Yes, and what I wanted to talk about, Cynthia, is the fact that over the years, Christian fiction has morphed so much, and I think one of the roles of ACFW is to keep up with that. For example, and, and I think our listeners need to know this because some of them may be thinking, some of our listeners may have never even heard of Christian fiction mm. and they be, may be mm-hmm. thinking uh, Jeanette Oak, which she's a wonderful author, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but today Christian fiction addresses so many of the really hot-button issues that mm-hmm. you would have never yeah. seen in a Christian fiction book years ago. Mm-hmm. There was a time when an author couldn't even mention divorce right. in a Christian fiction book. Right. And now we are more free to Yeah, and it's really entered into society and its discussions. Issue yeah. That, yeah. yeah, you know, that society is facing today. Mm-hmm. And Cynthia, you may want to take off with that as to how ACFW kind of tracks that and and helps helps to uh, keep up with the industry more or less. I I think that's a great question. I think one of the basic premises, and I did not understand this either when I, um, when I first started to read Christian fiction. I, I didn't, and of course that was several years ago, many years ago we could say, but um, at that time I did not realize the breadth and the depth to which it would grow, but also that there were that there were uh that we were developing more choices for those who wanted to read christian fiction one of the key elements there is that i believe that an understanding that fiction isn't the opposite of truth fiction is truth in story form exactly. so even though it's imagination it has to be truth too and especially for those of us who write christian fiction we're all the more called to that, that what we're putting within the pages of the book and what we're creating within the story is truth. It's just in story form, using imaginary characters, sometimes an imaginary setting, but very much uh, reaching to the heart of what's what's um, important to humanity. You might be writing a speculative or sci-fi fantasy book, but what's happening to the humans within the book or the humanoids within the book yes. are are those felt needs of each one of us, and that may have to do with um, loneliness or it may have to do with broken relationships or it might have to do with fear or any number of the other things that we deal with. There was a time when... I think there was a, a hesitancy way back in maybe the 30s and the 40s and, and the 50s. There was a hesitancy to get too real, to get very real in Christian fiction, and that we're breaking those barriers. Even though there, you can still find books that are very lighthearted and provide a wonderfully entertaining read that is not very heavy. 
and and that's necessary, very necessary. You also can find the book that will resonate with your very deep heart need, or perhaps it's a it's a novel that you can hand to a friend of yours who's going through um, a tough time with infertility or alcoholism or or grew up in a household that was abusive and and you you're a little more hesitant to hand them a nonfiction book that says here are five ways that you can deal with this mm-hmm. crisis. Rather, you can hand them a novel that will show that story unfolding in someone else's life and show how faith made a difference in their ability to cope or where they wound up at the end of the book. Um, so I think that's an important thing. And maybe I could mention even here, too, <laughs> Fiction Finder, which is www.fictionfinder.com, which Great. is a, a resource for anyone, readers, those who write Christian fiction, those who are librarians or church librarians, book club leaders, can go to Fiction Finder and find thousands of books that have been entered in by the publishing houses or by the authors, um, thousands of Christian fiction, fiction books, and there's one specific area that you can link onto that talks about social topics and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of various categories of specialty needs or interests. There might be an interest in um, in uh, special needs children or it might be an interest in human trafficking or something like that and you can find lists of novels that have been written in recent years dealing with those topics. It's a wonderful resource, and it's absolutely free to whoever uses it. ACFW picks up the bill for keeping and maintaining, for building and maintaining that um, database of fiction, Christian fiction. Uh, wonderful, wonderful resource. And if you just, if you can, just spend some time experimenting, looking around. You'll find that you can search under um, the kind of content ratings are are you a person who likes high adventure you can find that you can find the the books that are high in adventure if you like a stronger romance thread you can find books that are specifically with a stronger romance thread Uh, so there are many many ways you can search under age group you can search under um, author name find all kinds of author information why they even wrote the book so i would encourage people if they want to get a good good handle on what's happening in christian fiction today the kind of books that are being produced that would be a great place to start well cynthia at the expense of sounding really dumb when it comes to navigating websites (laughs) i'm on this site now and for example i i type this Irish historical into the search bar, mm-hmm. but then I get all this other stuff, and I have no idea where to go from there. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to like sign in? Do you have to have a password or something? Maybe there is a. You do have to log in for the first time. That is free. But once you log in for the first time or or sign up, um, you then you can when you come back, you're as a member of ACFW. I believe you'll be using your that oh, same information. Okay. Uh, I just don't but, see um, any 
Oh, log in right at the very top. I log, log in, in right at the top. There I'll it is, right at the top Cynthia, on the right. It'll be okay. <laughs> but and it's one of those it's one of those sites that has so much information, just like the ECFW website. So much mm-hmm. information that it, you it it's very beneficial to not only spend a little time just kind of navigating around, just looking around, but then come back, <laughs> keep coming mm-hmm. back because you'll discover yeah. more the next time and more the time after that. Right. Well, like like I explained to folks, I'm I'm visually challenged somewhat. So when I get on a website, I always enhance the screen. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll say, "Okay, look to the right," and I'm like, "There's nothing there to the right." Oh, this is so I'm Way terrible at to the right. Websites. I'm really bad. So good. Thank you. Thank you for that insight. That login. Yep. You'll, thing. You'll, you'll create an account. You'll create an account, and then that account information will be there every time you okay. come back in. And yeah. it's good to encourage your your church librarian or others who are interested in Christian mm-hmm. fiction, or those who haven't ever heard of it and don't recognize that it is a powerful force for. Um, for not only for entertainment, and of course it is very much so for entertainment, but it's a powerful force for even, it, it can be an introduction to someone who isn't a person of faith, and they wonder, well, how does faith play out in everyday life or in my day-to-day crises? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. this this may be an open door for that. And yeah. This is something else I was going to bring up within the realm of Christian fiction. You can find books that have everything from fire and brimstone sermons which sure. some people still enjoy yeah. to hear yeah. so it meets a need for for some people clear up to books that have absolutely no reference to god yeah. or jesus yeah. ever through the yeah. whole book but those christian basic principles are Principal there, there. Mm-hmm. so that's you a good point. have a whole spectrum to choose from yeah. yeah that's that's true and and that's a good point to bring up also because i failed to mention in when we were talking about membership there is a very um, there's a faith statement that needs to be signed or agreed to in becoming a member of ACFW, and that's a very, very basic faith statement about um, believing about certain kind of unalienable mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. facts or truths. Um, so these books are written from a Christian worldview, and that, right. as you say, it doesn't necessarily mean and in and in many cases there will not be a sermon preached in it many many cases the the fiction is encouraged to or the sorry the faith element is encouraged to be worked in organically so it is very natural and um or and god or jesus christ may not be mentioned by name but those christian principles uh are very much in keeping with a christian worldview and that's kind of the the their definition, but that will also be why people need to be discerning. They will find some books that they would say, "Well, if this is what Christian fiction is, then I, is that what I want to read?" And they ha- go take take another look, take a look at a different kind of book, a different style of Christian fiction, and you may find yeah. that that it's exactly what you needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Cynthia, this is the saddest part of our show. We are out of time. It's time to tell you that we're out of time. We had a wonderful, wonderful visit with you. Thank you so very much. Before we do go, though, I want to make people aware once again Mm -hmm. of where they can find Cynthia. I have a a page underneath my blog talk radio on my website, pattysheen.com, that Mm -hmm. is, I believe I've titled it, Website and Social Media Information. And it has all the links that we talked about today. Mm-hmm. I will add the Fiction Finder link yep. as soon as I get an opportunity to do that. But I have all of Cynthia's 
social media contacts or yep. website, uh, ACFW website on there on that page. Uh like to remind folks to sign up for our giveaway. That mm-hmm. will be open until next Monday mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. That's Monday the 4th of May. Yes. And we will announce the winner on the show, and we also put it on the website, but, of course, not until after it's been announced on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and once again, we want to thank Cynthia for a yes, wonderful, thank you so much, Cynthia. wonderful show today. <laughs> it, has been, it has been my joy. All right. God bless. God bless you, Cynthia. Thank you. We have just a few seconds here yep. to talk about next week. Yes, just a few seconds. Next week we have an author by the name of Jennifer Hallmark. Jennifer caught my attention when she put a she talked to me about a seven part prayer series that she did on my website and it was absolutely wonderful. It was all fictionalized and it yep. was really great. But also we'll talk about what it's like to write with another author author because Cynthia does that. She collaborates with another author and she yep. has an upcoming release this summer and we will talk about her writing career so once again let me remind listeners throughout the coming week let your heart be open to what god is telling you through your imagination and act upon it god bless everyone god thank bless. you for listening